Hey, what's up, everybody? You are about to listen to episode eight of D's Spaces. This episode features photographer Dave Krugman and his project Drive, which dropped on September 16th, 2021. Dees and Fitch sit down with Dave to discuss the drop and his passion for urban environments and automobiles. Unfortunately, we got rugged at the beginning of the conversation, so we're jumping in midstream about five minutes in. If you haven't, please make sure to subscribe to iTunes and Spotify to catch all future episodes of Dee's Spaces. Without further ado, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Uh, whether in nature or in more urban environments, um, where we kind of wander, wander throughout the, the tundra, so to speak, and collect these really beautiful kind of uh, archetypes that all fit into one, you know, cohesive body. And so this is one of those projects that I've been doing for 10 years. And just really, you know, my friends will tell you, <laughs> JN will definitely tell you uh, that like, I'll be walking down the street with them. We're like going from the restaurant to a bar or something. And then I'll just have to stop because I saw a car and I go secret street, <laughs> which was the Instagram account that I collected all this work under. It's called secret street. If anybody wants to go look at it, but it became a running joke amongst my friends about how often I'd stop and collect these cars. And now to see it culminate, uh, in the NFT space is, is something that I've been working towards, uh, for a long time. So it's a really exciting, exciting moment. And I'm pretty, pretty, uh, nervous about it as well. Yo, Jen, your mic, your, your mic's yeah. acting up again. JN has the phone across the room and he's yelling. Yeah, he, he does that. He, he's been doing that. That or he bought his AirPods from Shenzhen. <laughs> well, Jan, do you want to try again? I wanted to hear what you had to say, but uh, maybe it's because you're speaking through a, through a ceramic coffee cup. The suspense. <laughs> What's okay. up, Fitch? How about now? Is this better? Hey. Yes, we got it. Oh, man. you're back, Jan. Go ahead. Go ahead Amazing. So I'll be real quick. Uh, it's a double rug because I, I can't hear if I don't have my headphones because my speakers are fucked up. But then you guys can't hear me if I do have the headphones. So it's a double rug. Uh, but anyhow, they've started that account, The Secret Street, because like as photographers, you know, the number one question we always get when people see a, you know, a photo that like speaks to them is like, oh, yeah, what camera did you use? What camera did you use? Uh, and he started that Secret Street account just to show people that you can take beautiful photographs uh, on an iPhone on a mobile device. And he started it like, you know, 2013, 14. I remember we did that. And yeah, you know, we'd be walking around and every few seconds he would just stop and he was, hold on, Secret Street, Secret Street. And then, like he said, it just became a thing where like we'd be walking and, you know, most of us would just like even point it out. We'll be like, ooh, very secret. Like, that's very <laughs> secret over there. <laughs> you know, very secret. And he's like, ooh, yeah, that is secret. And, you know, when I travel, like, if I see a car, you know, I'll take a photo of it and I'll send it to him, like, very secret. Yeah, so, it's true. You did it in Greece, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know, you know, how much uh, he's worked and how long he's worked on this series. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it is just seeing, like, a whole collection that he's been gathering, like, over, you know, 10 years. Uh, and to see it all together with, like, a mechanism behind it and, like, a gamification, I think it's just freaking awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah, you've you've seen the whole arc of this uh, alter ego that I've built up for a while. And yeah, to me, like photography is it's it's easy to get caught up in like the technical stuff and get obsessed with gear. And people tend to do that. Um, but really what photography is, is it's the art of observing the world around you. And, and if you practice, I, I recommend everybody practices photography, even if they just have a phone, 
because what it does is it makes you extremely attentive to like all the little details and all the little um, small beauties of life. And that just makes life so much more fun and beautiful and, and you know, worth moving through and, and exploring new places. And if you have this little extra bit of motivation that you can keep a bit of that moment and bring it back with you, like through time, it really just is such a fun way to gamify your entire life. Um, and that's led me to thinking about how I gamify this collection, which is going to be something that uh, is really important to this body of work and, and will help, you know, it grow and thrive in, in the, uh, the metaverse here. Wait, how are you gamifying the collection? So um, the top 20 cars in the collection, in my, you know, my opinion, <laughs> from, from how precious they are to me, um, are not for sale. They are in my quote unquote garage, AKA my hard wallet. <laughs> um, and if the only way you can unlock those cars is by uh, you know, competing against me in an online quote unquote race. Um, there'll be 20 different races throughout the year. And the winner of, of said race will be airdropped a trophy car, which is the only way to obtain like the, the premier parts of the collection. So that's a fun way for me to gamify it. And, and ra the race portion, just to clarify, it's not like an actual racing game. It's more of like a, a way to set up different dynamics in online spaces about, you know, motivating and incentivizing communities to both, you know, do interesting things and also do good things for the community. So I'm excited to kind of share in the future um, the different mechanics that I'm thinking about, about how to turn this project into something more powerful than just, just a, a collectibles project. And is the, is that going to be like on contract? Like I noticed you're working with manifold. So are those race mechanics built into to the contract? No, not necessarily. Um, there are some, uh, all the tier, the tier systems and like which cars belong to which category are all on in the metadata. Um, but the actual races is not, a not an on-chain event. It's more uh, in living in the social layer and in the community layer. Um, and yeah, I, I, I still am like coming up with all the different mechanics and, and things that'll work. But, you know, one example, and I'm not committing to, to this idea necessarily, but as like a, as a point to start, like, you know, one race could be like, which car owner can, you know, do the most for another person today. Um, and, and then share, you know, share their vehicle into that race thread with the story, you know, their story. And then have the community kind of like vote about you know, who who wins that quote unquote race. So those types of ideas are the ones I'm I'm more interested in right now. Um, but yeah, the the actual race mechanics are not like a contract based thing necessarily. That's re that's really cool though, and I, it's definitely something I considered. But um, you know, in the interest of of getting this project out and doing it the way I I want to, uh, this is the the route I decided to take. Dave, I have a question for you on it, bud. Uh, you might have already mentioned this, so if you did, I'm sorry. But like, why cars? Like, what what made you choose cars to go this route? Do you have like a history with them growing up, or I just love the yeah, that's backstory a, that's on a that. Great question. Thank you so much. Um, to me, like photography, uh, all my inspirations are very like cinematic, so to speak. Um, and if you look at my work on Super Rare or you know my Instagram account, um, I call it like. Uh, uh, neo-noir it's like noir, like old noir films and stuff like that um and that's very much rooted in my um kind of creative dna 
Uh, one, another example is like the early books of um, science fiction books of Asimov, which were these kind of like robot noir stories, like with the iRobot series and stuff like that. I just, moving through the world, the things that kept, one of the things that caught my eye were these like classic cars and cars that have character. And, you know, the more you look, just like with any body of work you're building with photography, like the more you look, the more you see. And I started noticing all these like, really interesting patterns and, and you know, what we would call in this space, like rarities and, and like interesting little things. Um, you know, some, some of these cars, there's a few cars that have snow. There's some that have like a traffic cone on top. There's like, um, uh, you know, a couple ones have tarps over them. And so just like, it was, it became uh, an attraction that started feeding itself. Cause like once I, once I had like 20 of them, I'm like, oh, like, you know, 20 more is really easy to get. And so it kind of just like, the joy of discovering all these different little quirks about and like the personalities and stories embedded in the visuals of these cars became um, an end, like a, an end in itself. So yeah, that's why I don't particularly have um, like, I'm not, I wouldn't, don't think people would call me like a car guy. Um, I'll, I do admire cars for their like aesthetics and um, you know, it's just part of the American landscape, especially in such an interesting way that when I'm telling stories about, about the worlds I move through, cars are definitely top of mind. I got a couple questions, Dave. No, that, that's um, so did you collect Matchbox cars by, by any chance? I did. I, yeah. I loved those as a kid. Um, and then I guess, you know, second part of that question is like, do you have a favorite car, both in the context of like life just in general, and then uh, within this collection, is there one that's like <laughs> most special to you? Ooh, I don't know, I don't know if I want to leak it um, okay yeah <laughs> but i will speak to the is it the gt6 <laughs> i don't know um i have a lot of favorites i mean to be fair i want to i just want to let you guys know like i this was culled down from 500 so this bot this this collection has most of my favorites um uh but to speak to your point franklin about early collecting i was like very much a rock collector, like collecting little gems and rocks, Lego sets, uh, micro machines, matchbox cars, um, Hot Wheels. I remember having the Hot Wheels car that like changed color in when you like put hot water on it. Um, so all of those behaviors, like at a very young age, like definitely lead into my love for collecting things via photography as well. Um, I will say um, my, I really like in terms of cars, um, you know, just outside of the context of this collection as well. My favorite car is like a 67 Stingray, Corvette Stingray, um, because I just think it's like, it looks like a shark that like escaped from the ocean. So I just love that one. Um, and yeah, someday maybe I'll, uh, if I can make good art for long enough, I can realize the dream of driving one of those around. Dave, amazing. Uh, co yeah, co co congrats on, on this job, my, my brother. Uh, you. you know, I've seen you uh, through the years. We've been friends for like probably over a decade now. And, uh, and I've seen your, your passion, uh, you know, through, through the years, like on every single thing you fucking do. So, um, you know, 
this coming along, I've saw like I saw your stress and I saw your passion. But uh, I wanted to ask you, dude, like because I, I know I've seen you shoot some of these cars, you, you know, uh, even in Cuba or here or in another place. Like I've, I've been with you in some of these moments. And like uh, JN said, like, yeah, it's like you, you always like stop like, hey, let me just go for this. This is for Secret Street. And I love I love that now. Um, how hard was it for you to pick, to choose like a hundred cars from fucking 500? Because I know, <laughs> yeah, I know that's, was... that should be a stressing, uh, you know, thing. Go ahead. Yeah, it was hard. Um, it's, it was hard, but like, you know, I've been building this body of work for so long that I'm pretty familiar with the collection. The hardest part, and this is going to sound funny, but, um, you know, as photographers, we document everything. Like I do, at least I really have a very deep visual record of like everything I've ever been through really. And to, I wanted to get like the highest quality files for all these images. So I really had to go through all my archives for the past 10 years, uh, to pull out every single individual car. Did, and then, did, you, know, put, you probably relived every, every fucking yeah, moment. So, so through the, it. the most stressful thing for me in building this body of work was just like, going through years and years of memories and relationships and, you know, friends and, um, you know, family, things that happened in, in my family and um, other just like, you know, a lot of profound moments. And for me, one of the reasons I love photography is that a photograph is a catalyst for a cascade of memories. Like we, our memories are very malleable and, and fail us often. But what photographs allow for is like a little, it's like a little node in a network that prompts this like flood of remembrance. And so every time I would see a picture of, you know, somebody I haven't seen in a long time or like, a, you know, somebody I used to be in love with or like um, just so many different little moments, I, I was like in this sea of emotions and like this hurricane of, of uh, thoughts. And it, it was slow going because I was just like reeling constantly. Um, but maybe I'm just too sensitive. But uh that was definitely the hardest part about building this body of work. Once I had all the cars in one place, it, like the, it was pretty clear which ones belonged in the collection. And like, if you look at the grid that I built on the All Ships article, um, which I should probably pin here for, for reference, I'll do that in a second. Um, it's pretty clear that like, to me that these ones fit together in like a really cohesive body. And I think the cohesion is the thing that is most important about collectibles in general. Um, all the most successful collectible drops and photography collection drops seem to have that thread running through them. Like a good example is uh, Paola, like the, the Collecting Hands series. Like they're all the same hand position, but they have enough variety that there's like story and distinction to each to each individual image. So that's what Love I was that. trying to build with this collection as well. Love that. Dude, uh, you did photograph a spaceship and you included that spaceship <laughs> yeah. in that collection and i am fucking excited about that that's a trophy right yes yeah, so that's a trophy so, that's a fucking trophy of course, so of course. it's, it's a space because, like, it's literally a spaceship uh yeah, I, parked I people, in brooklyn <laughs> yeah um i have people in my dms trying to buy the trophies and i'm like guys i read the article <laughs> like you know i'd say maybe if somebody gave me 100 eth i'd sell a trophy and what i would do is like redistribute it all the eth to the community that bought the cars but like that's not gonna happen so i don't have to worry about it but no the the whole point of this drop and like it, it really the thing that the keystone of, of the collection is the fact that there's going to be 20 different um gamified experiences and and in the future um you know holding one of these vehicles is going to get you access to to whole, whole other worlds that i'm building 
um, which I think is key uh, to the the whole uh, environment of NFTs that we're building. It's like compounding, so... compounding interest and and uh, community belonging and access and stuff like that. So I'm really excited about those ideas to be to be determined in the future. So ready to drive, dude. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Hey, Dave, is there a way to see where the pictures were taken? Like some of them, I know, like the ones in front of Baltazar Cafe in New York. Um, you know, there's various ones that are obvious, but is there any other way to see that? You know, I don't, I could probably figure that out because they were initially, you know, geotagged. Um, I don't know if that metadata made it through my, my process when I was uh, putting this together, but I will check on that. That's a great concept because it could be really cool to like do something map based as well in terms of racing. Um, well, I, I was thinking, I just was curious as how diversified we're from where you took all of the pictures from just from the, your story really. But yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about it in that from that standpoint, that would be fantastic as well. Yeah, right? My mind just like is going so crazy today with ideas. So I'm like, dude, I can like, imagine people are like, what do you think about this? I'm like, yeah, that's like, maybe we could do this and that. And like, yeah, I'm really, so yeah, sorry for taking that a little too far, but, uh, but um, yeah, I uh, specific cars, I can definitely let you know. I would say like 80% of the collection is in New York City. Um, but there are some, like Ovex said, there's some cars from Cuba. There's, um, uh, you know, one of the trophies, one of my favorite trophies, which is the green kind of, the green vintage car in the trophy. And Dave, you're getting rugged or we can't hear you. Yeah, he is getting rugged. He's getting Dave. rugged. No. <laughs> Of course, slow mo rug. It's all. I just want to comment highlight. I, I was going to say with the, uh, you know, I could really tell how he talked about, you know, it started with 500 and these are his top hundred. Like going through the collection, some of the highlights that he has on there. One of the tier threes is one of the ones that resonated most with me going through it. If I were just picking them all from a blank canvas, um, which I, I think is really cool because it shows that the quality transcends the tiers as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Um, I'm also curious when he gets back to learn a little bit more about the backgrounds, because the backgrounds are pretty uh, interesting. You know, there, there's a bunch of different exciting things happening there. And um, oh, it looks like he's back. Okay. Let's go. Let's... Welcome back from the rug, Dave. Dave, yeah, sorry, you, you got rough. Oh, it's dusty down here. <laughs> so, um, so we, I sorry, think, uh, I didn't hear anything that uh, Kaleo said. Yeah, sorry. He, he was talking about um, one of the tier threes was was special to him. Yeah, Kaleo, if you want to maybe just restate that. Yeah, man. No, I'm not, I'm sorry. I just thought I'd give some filler while you were gone too. But I mean, it was serious. One of the things I really liked about um, going through this. Uh, before the space was just looking through everything. I can really tell what you were talking about, how, you know, it, it had to have been a tough choice knocking it down from that 500 to the 110, 11, whatever, you know, the, the final number is because I was looking through and one of the tier threes is actually what resonated most with me whenever I was going through this. So I, I think it's really cool how that quality transcends those tiers. So. Yeah, I don't know if you want to reveal which one uh, you're looking at. <laughs> I don't want to reveal it, man, because I yeah, want to yeah, tag it whenever it comes out yeah, yeah. tomorrow. So we'll we'll see. But um, 
yeah, man. So just wanted to give you props with that. Uh, the work really shows. Thank you. Yeah. If it's, it's a weird feeling condensing, like, you know, I took these pictures for the joy of like, just really the joy of it and to, and to show people how, um, accessible the craft of photography is and, um, to have it culminate and like actually be able to, to release it as like a, a cohesive body of work is like a very, um, like emotional <laughs> experience for me this week. So I really appreciate all the support from you guys and, uh, all the well wishes and, and curiosity about the collection as well. So thank you for, thank you for that. I had a, a question as well, Dave. Um, yep. The backgrounds are pretty interesting, right? Like, uh, you know, the cars are obviously the the star of the show. Um, but maybe talk a little bit about that, you know, where there's some selection process with what's happening in the background. And, you know, were there any other backgrounds that were particularly interesting to you or maybe some contrasts that you found? Like, what is, how does the background and the backdrop play into uh, these images? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so I'm in, I intentionally have not categorized them uh, in the metadata yet. Um, it's definitely a, a possibility. I'm not going to commit to that here, but they're like my whole, uh, the whole thrill of this for me is letting the community community discover uh, the different kind of visual rarities within the collection. Cause there's a lot and they're distributed throughout every tier. So like if you're a savvy kind of, you have a good eye and you can identify, oh, this is something that stands out. Um, those are those in my estimation, you know, never financial advice, but there's some that are like definitely have qualities that are unique. Um, and if not wholly unique, then it's part of smaller subsets and groups. So I'm actually super excited to see what people come up with without me saying too much. But backgrounds definitely, definitely plays into that. I mean, there, I'll just to say a few things like, you know, look at graffiti, look at color, look at um, color theory, match, like, you know, matching colors, um, like, you know, primaries and, and complementary colors. Uh, there's weather conditions, different weather conditions. There's different things within each car. Some cars have drivers, some don't. Uh, uh, there's people in backgrounds sometimes. Uh, there's, you know, other, other, just like it goes on and on and on and on. But yeah, look deeper than just the car. There's a lot to, to pick through. And um, I'm really excited about how that will play into some secondary action. Like, will people, you know, start groups where they collect just the muscle cars and like make subcategories and all that stuff too? Or like, will there be a pickup truck group? Or it's just really fun to, to kind of let emergent behavior dictate the direction of these of these collections because we're all kind of building these ideas together now uh and i think that's the fun part about uh, nfts and crypto art specifically yeah i think that's really cool i mean the concept of having kind of a community um collaborative effort around this and maybe all the people with graffiti uh backgrounds get together and say you know hey dave we would love if you know graffiti backgrounds are able to unlock x y and z or you know, do we get to have our own race, right? So there, there's all these fun dialogues that you can now have with these groups and these subgroups. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. And, you know, I really like, it's important for me to, to keep it, like, obviously it's centralized in the sense that I'm the artist and I made all the work, but I want the community to be a more like, you know, distributed ideas system. And so, you know, within the All Ships Discord, there'll be a sub a subcategory of to, for drive people to to um, you know, if you own a car, you can be in that community and 
and just see what emerges from this like beautiful, like, you know, cross pollination of, of everybody mixing ideas together and just using the art as like a primitive for building bigger ideas and bigger communities. So Dave, I'm a, I'm a little bit newer, you know, I've been involved in crypto for years and years, right? But I'm a little bit newer to the NFT space and, you know, it's kind of fun getting plugged in recently and really getting the opportunity to meet a lot of really, really cool, unique people. And they all have unique stories. And I'm not quite as familiar with yours and especially how you got plugged into the NFT space, what kind of drew you to it in the first place, um, where that origin story began. Absolutely. And it's a great place to ask that question because I'm on stage with many of the people that um, were integral to me understanding the potential of this technology. Um, first among them, I'd, I'd have to give credit to JN. Um, JN Silva, him and I have been, you know, creative conspirators for about a decade, maybe a little less. Um, and we've done all sorts, we've worked at the, the intersections of art and technology together. Um, and building communities around creativity for that whole entire time. And he was very early to crypto. Um, you know, in 2017, he was hitting me up all the time being like, dude, like, this is really exciting technology. Like, I think you'd really dig it. And it, it was just going over my head a bit. I, I was like, you know, I oh, know I'm like an artist and I'm just focused on this and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I, I kind of didn't take the, take the hint. And I, I wish I did, of course, but um my redemption came with NFTs, maybe, uh, when he started talking a lot about NFTs and, and you know, was very patient and in, in offering to, to explain them to me, even though I had uh, brushed off the crypto stuff so much earlier. But, uh, you know, we had a great call back almost a year ago now, and he kind of explained the technology and what was happening. And then once, I, once it clicked for me, I really was like all in immediately. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like a lot of us have had that moment in the space where we're like, like it goes from curiosity to conviction, like really, really quick. Once you, once something kind of unlocks in your brain. Um, and, and Silva was the catalyst for me there. Uh, but soon after I met Franklin <laughs> and Franklin and I just started, you know, uh, during his time working at block party, that's actually where I dropped my first ever um, uh, images on Ethereum. Uh, so shout out to those guys as well and to Franklin for bringing me in. And Franklin and I just started having like these really long conversations about the implications of the technology on art. And he has like my conversations with him throughout the year, um, especially public conversations we, we used to do on Clubhouse uh, fireside chats with David and Franklin. Um, and we like interviewed a bunch of great people like Colborne Bell and, and uh, others. Um, that's where a lot of my like, kind of gamification and utility uh, started to develop where I was like, oh wait, NFTs are keys. Like they can unlock experiences. They can, they can um, unlock value. They can unlock access, you know? So that's obviously a huge part of this project as well is those conversations I had with Franklin. And then, uh, you know, watching so many others in the space thrive and there's too many to name, but uh, definitely uh, Dees is another person who like, uh, like you, I don't want to make you blush too much, but you have really, really like photography NFTs were kind of in the shadows for a while. And you like came in with a floodlight and just like really 
put people on the map and, and put good people in into the spotlight and allowed for this huge like um photography boom to to help blossom and uh yeah i just gotta i gotta give credit where it's due like i don't know that i would be even able to like release this project to fanfare uh without the the work that you put in for the community so i want to thank everybody all my co-hosts up here on stage for that um and I see a ton of people in the audience as well that have been integral to my journey here. Just know that I, I don't want to spend an hour just reading off your names, but I appreciate you all too. I'm here for it. If you want to read it out. <laughs> <laughs> spend an hour go through the whole list. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's deep, dude. We have a great room here. And uh, also shout out to my mom and dad who are in the audience. Let's go. Hey. Uh, because... As Silva will tell you, um, you know, they, they are also an integral part of my creative journey and my story. And, um, you know, a lot of my interest in photography comes from my father who, you know, was always photographing, you know, playing with cameras and photographing the family and is a photographer in his own right. And then, uh, a lot of my equipment that I still use to this day, like every single day is, you know, equipment that, um, my grandfather and, and him had collected over the years. And so like I had immediate access to like, you know, medium format cameras and Leicas and everything that allowed me to explore the craft to the depth that I've been able to. So just shout out, to, shout out to the fam, the family if, as well. If I'm being honest. Wait, did you get them plugged in? <laughs> Sorry, if I'm being honest, uh, Dave's dad's Instagram account is probably a thousand times more fire than Dave's Instagram account. <laughs> probably one of my favorite instagram accounts of all time so totally agree. go follow dave's dad totally yeah. agree does that mean mr krugman is going to have an nft drop coming up relatively i hope I so I, you know i've been talking to him about it <laughs> i think that we should dad i think we should drop a collection of some of your uh, film work from college and uh well you know the whole community has your back so let's do it <laughs> also i think that it'd be nice if mr krugman uh, uh did a collection of lulu maybe we can bring lulu <laughs> yeah. up yeah, can we bring Lulu up to the stage for the profile picture uh, contest? Um, yeah, Lulu is uh, the family dog who is uh, not into NFTs yet, but we're, we're working on it. Um, and yeah, I, if anyone has like, I guess, I don't know if we want to, I guess I'd love to hear like maybe some questions from people in the audience. If anybody wants to come up, maybe we can start to, to bring a few people up. I don't want to take up too much of everyone's time today. But uh, if you have something you want to ask or talk about the collection at all, I'd love to love to hear from you guys. Dave, I have a put question. Two hours okay. on the calendar, man. We can go for a while. <laughs> not, not Dees, you're the man. Dees is the fucking man. Dave, <laughs> let, let me ask you a question though. Like, you know, as far as the uh, as far as the, the 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 race, like. Are the names of the cars, like, you know, the brands of the car? Because the cars, you, you may notice some of them that you know, like, what they are. But some of them you barely know, like, what, what yeah. you know, what, yeah. So is that part of the uh, race or is that included? No. Um, the, the, this is all, to me, this is all about aesthetics. Like, the numbering and the names of the cars. Like, I kept it very um, minimal. Like, it's like, you know, lap, lap one, tier one, you know, number two. Cause I really want the visuals to stand out more than like, you know, people going off names and stuff. However, in terms of the races, like I'm open to the community. I'm open to hearing ideas from the community. Like how can we gamify 
the experience? Like, how would you, if you are a car owner, how would you want to unlock a trophy? Like, if you guys have ideas for that, like I, you know, there's still a lot of room for innovation here. I'm keeping it as like a flowing, evolving drop in that sense. Um, the only limitation is, yeah, there, there's 20 trophies in, in lap one and that's, that's, that's that. Um, but I'm, I'm really like interested to see if people can come up with cool race mechanics and, you know, mechanics can be anything. And especially when we have applications like Twitter, where there's all these ways to gamify and like there's different discords and, um, there's just so many different ways to, to be able to participate in like, a in something like this. So if anyone has ideas, like throw, throw them at me and see what sticks. Dave, if I need an oil change, do I do I see you? Or? <laughs> it's uh, no, we don't we don't sell oil, only gas. <laughs> I need to win yeah, the, the spaceship. Yeah, the spaceship I think is my favorite trophy. Like I keep I keep going back and forth, but like it's it so just, unique. It just stands out so much against everything else, but it so clearly fits the like fits the uh, collection as well because it's just like what it is. It's definitely like someone saw that. What was going through in your mind? Like, were you just walking down the street and you happened by this thing and you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So all of these are just things I've walked by. Right. So <laughs> 10 years of, like, I just, I've never seen a spaceship. Like, yeah. That. Um, it's definitely like, if I had to guess, I'm sure it's a burning man car. Um, <laughs> cause it was in Brooklyn and you know, there's all these burning man people here. And I'm sure that it's somebody like made it for burning man and like drove it across the country and then back here. But it's funny, people are actually in my DMs as well um, that are like, oh, I know that, like, I live near that car. Like, there's actually multiple cars in the collection that people have sent me and said, I walk by this car every day, you know, it's in my neighborhood. And it's just funny to see people, you know, just connecting with the work on a personal level, because it's just something that I've been doing for myself in, in kind of, not secret, but like, it's not, it's, it hasn't been in like the huge public eye as much as my other like traditional street photography work. Um, which is another reason I'm excited to like bring it out into the, into the clear light of day. Deez, you may have to race me for that one. Fuck. You <laughs> may have to race me for that. Dave, you talked about racing. I'm curious, like, have you built in any like mechanics yet into like the metadata with the cars yet? Like speed or rare? Like, have you, have you done that prior? Or are you thinking more of like after how to, yeah. So it's definitely something that was like, one of the directions I could have taken. Um, but again, like for me, what my, what I ended up deciding was that like, I want to put out this work with like minimal categorization and let the community coalesce around different ideas and traits. And then what I plan to do like in the future at some point is to kind of like use whatever the community comes up with as the like, you know, deeper analysis of like the true rarity of the cars. Like if you, you know, if you downloaded all the cars and like, you know, put them on a whiteboard and like started looking through the different visuals and stuff like that, like there are ways to pull out some rarity. And that's, I, I want people to go on that journey before they can just like use a bot and like scrape all the data and be like, oh, this is the fastest car. Like I'm buying this one. Um, so yeah, that's, I hope that's a, a good enough Dude, answer. Dude, that's for the genius. Everything yeah. you're doing. We all used to play like Need for Speed and like all these games. I mean. Yeah, a hundred percent. I was never a first-person shooter guy, but like it was either FIFA or I was playing like phone games. Like what was it called? Need for Speed and the other one, like Asphalt. Oh my Brand. god, Brand. Asphalt! Brand. That was so fun, you know. So I, I really, really, really love 
this like oh my <laughs> Yo, god Yo, that means so much coming from you man because like you have just been such an advocate for artists and like you know you're like I, I just, the you're I just like the guy for the for, i just pumped and dump yeah <laughs> no 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 never that kidding. bro you, you, all you do is adopt cats in need we know it's 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 a noble it's a noble pursuit so um, he goes you know, to the shelter you've looked at so many projects and then dump some on i nice, don't own a car physically nice but i can't families. wait i don't own a car physically but i cannot wait to ape into digital cars are you kidding me like sick i'll buy that i'm on the other end i own like more than my cars i own like five cars life. from the 70s and I'm like super hyped for this. Like, I'm a whole. I mean, I'm I'm a car guy my whole life. So, like, I know the names of every single car and every single photo. And <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's impressive. That's, that, that's so what's really the spaceship impressive. car called then? Well, <laughs> yeah, real <I> car. <laughs> <laughs> that one's the UFO six five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has a different engine in it, actually. <laughs> can I can I just say a funny story? The uh, you know. I've owned I own my car for the past five years, the same same car. And uh, for someone who has an eye for cars like Dave, he always asks me the same fucking questions. Is this a new car? Is this a new car? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's <laughs> the same fucking car. <laughs> uh, you, no, okay, two things. First of all, that's how it started, and now I just do it to torture you. Uh, but. Also, you Thank keep you. your car. You keep your car so clean; it always looks new. It always has that new car smell. Thank you. And so I'm like, I just don't understand how it's the same car. <laughs> and yes, I fucking drive hey, a car Dave, in New York City. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave. These Farouk uh, and Simon, my friend, so fair. Wanted to ask, uh, Dave. We don't know each other. Maybe from Clubhouse. I don't remember. But wanted to ask you, what as a street photographer, can you? And if you answer that before, forgive me. I've been rubbed a few times. What is the deep, because I heard your vibe yesterday and your, I mean, I DM'd you also about it. You have such great vibe and opening and, and connection with flow. What is your fascination with cars? What do you see special with the cars when you literally look at them before you create that that miniature time split in the moment of, of the creation of the photography? Why, why cars? Is that something in your family? And can you talk about that? Only? Yeah, 100%. So I, I did touch on this a little earlier. It's totally fine. I'll explain um, a, a bit about it. Um, so to me, photography is like the act of, of like categorizing things into patterns and systems. And like, it's very satisfying to me to like lock another piece of the puzzle into this like giant tapestry that I'm building as a photographer, whether that's like rainy rainy you know like i have collections of people with umbrellas where you can see their shadow through the umbrella i have collections of raindrops and puddles with neon lights hitting them from billboards like it's not necessarily like that i'm super into cars it's more that i'm like very into patterns and culture and um the ways that people express them express themselves so cars are kind of a great example of like patterns um, technology and the way that people express themselves and like, you know, cars in the American identity are like intertwined with, you know, with like who you are, like it, it just back throughout, you know, the, the history is like, it's a very car based culture. So it's like cool to collect things and categorize them in that way. And, and it's, I'm more just drawn to it visually than I am like of a kind of like engine engine head, as they say. Thank you. I, I feel this is brilliant because cars actually a timestamp, and obviously, 
photos as well and and to take it and take it spin and not not take it as a materialism way on the contrary like see it as the pattern in it and the beauty i love that. yeah and thank and you, thank you for that yeah thank you and like that's why if you look at the categorization and, and the tiers uh they're not broken into like necessarily like oh all the all like the fancy like cars or the trophies it's more like the quirky and like visually rare ones of the trophies um and across all the the tiers tier one tier two and tier three um they're really like it's not based on like oh it's a lamborghini it's more based on like what's the photo what's the scene what's the story that can emerge here and then like the ones that I, that speak to me the most um obviously are the ones that i set aside for auctions um, so, because like, these are the ones that like, I had trouble even letting go, like as an NFT, like I wanted to make them trophies or, you know, keep them for the house. <laughs> uh, but I decided that, you know, because there's been, um, a considerable demand for people to get into the project, I was like, well, you know, some people in, in the community might want to like get a, a one of eight, uh, version of the car. And, and be able to like enter that way as well. So those are gonna be 24 hour auctions for those eight that are super special to me. Hey, hey Dave, I also was thinking, uh, cause I saw your tweet about beating the bots and yeah. you know, it's always a struggle, right? Um, like my second uh, release got heavily botted and what people were suggesting was uh, for the next time do like only, you know, private listings and effectively like raffle off the spots for the private listings. So, you know, curious kind of what uh, your thoughts are. Yeah, so this is my anxiety today. It's like, what yeah. do I do here? Um, so I'd love the, I'd actually love the input of you and the community as well. Um, initially, I was just gonna like, um, one thing that I'm like very uh, keen on is NFTs as like an access token. Cause you, you and I have had this conversation like a million times, right? So if you, um, if you've collected one of my super rare pieces, like you get first pick. Um, and then, you know, moving down the list of like people who've supported me because I really want them to be included in this project because it just like, it requires a really dynamic and engaged community. And I want people that are like fully committed, not flippers. So that's what I'm thinking as the next layer. And then I think for like a, a public whitelist, it looks like the best way to do it would be like a Google form, you express your interest and then it's a lottery system so that like every car, like there's no opportunity for the bots to come in and, and buy up, you know, sweep it out in like a, a millisecond because they're like, there's no way where like people can beat a computer. So I'm wondering what people think about um, for the remaining cars that aren't claimed by uh, collectors and early supporters. Um, is you a lottery, might, is a whitelisted lottery the best way? You might want to do that. What Fitch was talking about just cause when I did my like small 27 edition drop, like last week, um, I was trying to like, cause there was a lot of people trying to get it and I was trying to take it easy. So I was like listing three at a time, four at a time. And some people in my discord noticed they were saying, oh, it's bought, it's bought. I'm like, I have no way to show. And we found out days after actually the person who bought it me admitted to it in the discord. It's like, listen, like I, I got to say we, we did try, but then you, you, you fucked us up. And I'm like, how did I do that? He's like, well, because you started raffling them off. So. Uh, I did always in the Discord. There's like this gift thing, like you do exclamation point G create. I'll send you the the tool, and like basically everyone who reacts on that uh, message, uh, you know, it says, oh, that person won. Actually, fifty five eleven. Oh, he was here. He's in the listeners. He he won like that. So I started raffling all of them off. Oh, yo, please send I, me that tool. Yeah, I had no choice, man. And at the same time, like that way, 
is people in your Discord, and you know that people in your Discord, well, for the most part, are here to support you. Some of yeah, them, yeah, I like this. And flip, but worst case, they'll flip, and someone who supports you will get it if they can access a bigger price. But at least you have a bigger chance of like, like raffle kills a hundred percent of the bots. Actually, Farouk, I was there, and and that was pretty exciting. To uh, I have to say, I was it, was. it just it was so exciting. Uh, it's so fun, man. Like everyone's like on this. It was like five hundred people entering every raffle, and like, um. So yeah, that's that's just from my recent, um, activity because I definitely got bought it. And yeah, and it like this project, the mechanics of this project are so specific that like if bots take the bottom half of the you know collection like it'll ruin it'll completely ruin the mechanics um so yeah i think that that's a good if you could send me that uh discord tool i'll add it to the all ships discord and maybe that's how we'll do we'll do like a i'll pick a time you know something fair like tomorrow morning um that gives some people time to enter the discord and and uh get into the the selection pool because i really want the people who are willing to take the extra steps to 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 get the best chances um, I don't know. Part of me is still like, I don't think it'll sell out, but I, I don't know. Now <laughs> I'm just getting a lot of DMS from people that are like already mad at me. Dave, uh, I would bet the house gonna this sell is going to sell out. Dave. Like, I, would, I would bet so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Too nice. Absolutely. Dude, come on. Yeah, Dave, I'd, I'd stay. Dave, the also remember thing. no matter what you're going to do, sorry, no matter what you're going to do, people are going to be mad. Yeah. Yeah. Or said you're gonna have to do this, that. So just follow your intuition. You're very intuitive and connected. Whatever Farouk just uh, suggested, plus your intuition that said, and you're gonna have part of people that are gonna always be mad at some. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just the, everyone. I'm, I'm a sensitive artist yeah. type, so I get like I get real anxiety when when I course, do things like this because I, I my whole like goal in the space is inclusion and making sure that everybody feels seen and taken care of and. You know, you can't you can't please everybody. Yeah, that's right. the reason I mention yeah. it. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's the thank reason you. I mention it because you guys try to do so so good, and then there's always someone complaining, and I always there saying like people stop complaining. You know, like the same with I was on uh, literally on Twitter Spaces when they five minutes before they dropped the mutants, but I decided to log off because I don't know, just Farouk and or Shiny was not even there, or uh, I don't I don't remember what happened. I signed off. I missed missed on yeah. it. You know, so. And people will complain no matter what you're going to do. And you try to create and you try to please. So just keep your wonderful bliss for work and, and do the best you think. And then that's oh, it. Oh, man. Thank <laughs> you. No, that's, other people. that's so useful for me. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, it's the same like Farouk. He, no matter what he's going to do, he's going to get uh, people going to complain. No matter what Dario going to do, people going to complain. Yeah. What JR did with the, with the drop, with the wireless, people complain. No matter what, people complain. But they don't ever have a different solution right, yeah, right? Yeah. give a solution give a better you know that's yeah. my point sorry i didn't mean to speak so much but i think no you're, you're right and thank you for saying that you just you you alleviated a lot of the pressure here so i appreciate it um Dave. And yeah well Farouk, let's connect on on how to if you could just yeah of course because wait we have this isn't uh keegan doing both of our discords oh keegan did yours okay that's sick yeah he, yeah he's, yeah you're in good hands you, you're set i i added if keegan's in your discord you're gonna make it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If Keegan made your Discord. Shout out Goku NFT if he's in the I don't know if he's in the crowd or anything, but Goku Dave. NFT best the, best, best the Discord Lord. Dave, I have a, a quick question. On the article that you, you wrote for, uh for this drop on your uh, all ships, 
I noticed yep. in one of one of the one of the cars has a pigeon, like a little pigeon, like it's a tro <laughs> it's a trophy car. It's like yeah, it's a pigeon onto the car, and I'm like, what is going? It's just like, what is this pigeon doing? What do you make of it? <laughs> I want um, that. now. Now I want that. I mean, that's a rare. Well, listen, like that's I love yeah. Mean. So so the funny thing is, is that you know I've been sending this collection around to advisors and friends and and um, my super rare collectors and getting a lot of like advice and and everything like that and. Um, when I sent them the collection, they're like looking at the car, you know, at different cars and they're like the ones that people are trying to like reserve the most or like asking about the most end up being the trophy cars, even just looking at the visuals, because like there's only one car that has a backlit pigeon under it, you know, <laughs> like you can't, there's like, it's just so funny to me to like find little Dude, like, it's quirks like that. It's perfectly yeah. lit backlit, like the <laughs> shadow and everything. Come on. Yo, you were there that night. I that know. Was, um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That was you, me, and Gabriella after Ria's part, rooftop party in Greenpoint. In my defense, I was drunk. I did not remember that. <laughs> but uh, I actually have a portrait of you in front of that same car, Obek. I'll send it to you, and you can you can tweet it out if you want. <laughs> nice. Please. Please do. Yeah, cool. Um, all right. I don't know if anyone else has questions or anything. Because I quickly ran because I had to grab a call. But like, you, you mind repeating like the times and, and all that? Just for people, I guess. Well, yeah, it's kind of evolving now because I'm like, I don't want. <laughs> oh to get yeah, spotted. the raffle thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna put out a statement um, later today about the final uh, selection of the process. But basically, yeah, like my, you know, people who've collected for me previously get first dibs. Um, people who have bid on my work and and artists that have been generous with their time to be included on all ships. Um, I, I'm, I am going to get cars in their hands because I think it's important to, to support the people that have supported me. I think that's what this community is all about. And then, but you know, there's 111 vehicles, so there's a lot to go around. Um, and then I think based off what you guys have said in this room here today, I think that the best way is to, I'm going to open up a list for a, a raffle in the discord. All you're going to have to do apparently for a corrector, if I'm wrong, but you can just like click a reaction emoji in there. And then that'll add you to a to a raffle pool, and then I'll reach out individually and, and whitelist addresses based on that. But what it does actually um, is that whenever you say like, okay, you'll put the G create whatever will show, and then you'll say like, pick let's say how many winners like fifty or hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what it'll be, but probably let's around like fifty. Yeah. Let's yeah. say fifty. What it's gonna do is you're gonna input yourself like fifty. You pick the amount of winners you want the the raffle to start. I was doing one at a time just because we were having fun, but like you can do fifty, mm -hmm. and then. Everybody who reacts on that Discord post, and you're gonna see, it's gonna be lit. You might want to even like screen share it. It's so fun. It's so okay. fun. Yeah, this is dope. And this seems like a yeah. really good way to do it. Super. Put a slow mode on yeah. Discord too. You want to put slow uh, mode on ten minutes so that nobody can just spam right, and mm. then you do your raffle thing. I'll, I'll run you through it. Just call me later. But then fifty people win whatever, and then it'll give you the fifty. Like, uh, it'll link. The 50 who won, and you can reach out to them for their addresses. Be careful. Some people might want to front run a winner with the same name and say it was them. So just make sure you're clicking on that. Like Discord will tag the users who won, like literally at them. Right. Okay. Great. Smart. This is dope. Thank you. And, and Dave, you were, you were talking about kind of ideas. And like the more I keep looking through all these, like, I mean, every one of them is epic shot in itself. And you're talking about what you can do afterwards. You thought about doing anything with like, AR with these because like you talk about like gaming and racing and like I can see all these cars as like little AR things on my phone that I can like move around my living room. I don't know if you've seen like the Mario Kart AR mm. game. 
which is amazing. But like, I can just picture like holding up my phone and seeing all these like moving around my floor, chasing my dog. Yeah. I mean, look, if I can raise resources through this drop and continue to, to, you know, make this a self-sustaining, like symbiotic project, I, I really think about NFT projects as like building little like, Rug. oh, did, can you not hear me? No, we got you. Yeah, we got you. Dave? He might, he, he got rugged. Yeah. That was a slow rug. Oh, he, he got rug rug. Actually, it's funny. Um, Is D's rug too? No. He might do this no. Space. He's here. No, he's I think right, Dave good. just got literally rugged off the stage. <laughs> we can't Dude. get... Baroque, I thought you spoke with Jack Dorsey. Yeah, I was. Uh, what, what's, Actually... What's the deal with speaking with Jack? And like, what, what the hell Yo, is this? Dave, Can you guys hear me? Actually, I have a question. Did it rug you? Like, did you were you able to hear us and you were speaking? Or yeah, no. So yeah, I heard. I heard the question. It was about AR and the Mario Kart and stuff like that, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Dope question. Love it. I was just saying. I don't know if you heard any of what I was saying, but I was saying, <laughs> just speaking to nobody in my apartment here. Um, I was saying that yeah, like the there's no limitation to how far I'm willing to take this project. Um, you know, and if I can, if I sell out the collection, like I'll, I'll have considerable. Um, you know, Ethereum resources to to keep building it out, and like I'm not gonna just drop it and walk away. Like this is not a if, it's a win. Just so yeah. you know, yeah, it's... exactly. It's like we're we're gonna as much as I can do in this ecosystem. Uh, I'm definitely gonna do it. Like, how cool would it be to have every car have a an AR component as well? Like, I you know I can't promise that, uh, but I definitely will work towards that level of of attention for this project because you know even the fact that I held back the 20 you know, trophy cars of the, the best cars, in my opinion, that's like, you know, if I did a race every two weeks, that's almost a year of, of kind of community events. Right. Um, like one thing I'm definitely going to do is, uh, throw a party at the classic car club of Manhattan. If they'll have us, uh, for the holders or, you know, people, oh, so um, so that'll be like, that's a hundred. You gotta do that. That's a hundred percent. Car lovers are going to eat those things alive, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, look, go to a lot of classic car shows. Uh, I don't like seek them out, but I've ended up at a few. I actually just was at one in, uh, great Barrington in Western Massachusetts. I actually did a commercial shoot for Honda and was out there driving around with ill concept, uh, who's in the audience here. And we, like the day we got there, like the main street of the town, great Barrington was shut down and we're like, Oh, like what's going on here. And then like, I'm not even kidding you like 250 classic cars pull up. And actually, there's like at least three or four in this collection that are from that that one day. Uh, so they're like super beautiful looking um, vintage cars and stuff like that. But um, yeah, there is a there's like a event space and, and, and car club in Manhattan called Manhattan Car Club. And I've done some shoots with them before. But yeah, why not have a cocktail party on the water, like surrounded by all these real cars and just like, you know, there's no like... This is why I love you when you came up and said the thing about AR. I'm like, let's let the community decide like the the direction. Like, I love the idea of like everybody being like, you know, roadmaps. I'm like, yeah, well, here the here are the cars for the road. Well, <laughs> so sir, let's go. we want to know what is your three year plan, uh, please, for now on 2024. <laughs> We'd like to know what you're gonna plan for Q1 uh, to Q4 2022. Um, you know, these, you know, as a as a future investor and myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you didn't send the pitch deck over. 
Also, ultimate revenue in two years. Yeah, exactly. Like to exactly. So you know, if if I'm you know to perhaps you know dump this thing in two years, I'd like to know exactly how much I'm expected to make. I think that would be. I think that would be illegal. I'm not going to say anything. I love you, Dave. I want to know. Seating. That's what you're looking for. That's the utility. Yeah. Um. Dave. All, all joking aside, like, you know, I do think the sky, like, there is no limit to how far we can take this as a community. Like, these, you know, if maybe if you own a car in the future, like, you can drive through some portal to a new a new project dimension, and, and we'll see where that goes as well. I already have plans for some exciting stuff on, in that regard. But uh, somebody, I interrupted somebody. Who was that? Dave Sachs here. Hi. Sachs, um, what's up? Oh man, I, I'm I'm so in love with this idea. It's it, I've been like looking at all the all the images and stuff, and um, you know I'm also like so deeply connected with uh, with cars as well. And in the spirit of uh, of community and like taking it forward, and you were talking about other ideas with gamifying it or taking it further. One thing you could maybe do is open it out to submissions to other photographers because it's such an iconic profile type sort of composition that you, that you've kept consistently throughout and you could open it out to the community and you could sort of pick and choose um you know uh images that you like just like how you picked through yours you could pick through submissions and Ooh, maybe that can be a cool. sub tier or something yeah people can that, with i like phones that or you know uh, however you like but you're you're kind of expanding the idea of drive that way to to other people too just a thought that's smart i love that um that's really really cool i think if i did do something like that first of all jn would have a lot of entries because he's been sending me cards um Second of all, yeah, it would be it would have to be like a sub collection. Um, I don't think I could put it under the same umbrella just because of like, you know, this ultimately I want this project to be a body of like, yeah. my work as a photographer. But there's no like, reason why I can't build, you know, multiple laps out um, in new kind of uh, nested ways that are really interesting. And I actually like love Newton that drive. idea. Like Newton yeah, exactly, drive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's really smart. Um, I'm really glad you brought that up. And I, I, I will definitely be implementing something like that. That's really cool. Uh, it gives me a million other ideas too, which I'm like, damn. But I do, the, the like most immediate future plans I have for it are like really, um, I don't want to say too much because I'm really excited about it, but there's like some additional um, kind of like motion pieces that are, that are in the works for additional uh, perks and stuff for the holders of these cars. Hi, Dave. This is Azam. Um, I have a question in regards with, uh, obviously, after the drop, would you be interested also to do partnership either with uh, entities or even kind of like the athletes that are, for example, like the race uh, car drivers or so? Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. I would. Yeah, I'm, I'd be super down to talk to anybody. Like, I, uh, I'm open to all ideas and, and everything like that. But like, you know, right now, I'm just kind of, I'm so consumed by like, building out the actual like mechanics and making sure that these get into people's hands. And I haven't even thought like beyond Friday. <laughs> um, I mean, but the, but... there's like, so much opportunities because uh, my, my best friend, she's the, the only female Iranian um, uh, race driver uh, car uh, actually in, in Iran. And she's, uh, she's also been called uh, the Schumacher of the Middle East. Um, I can, I can definitely, um, um, I mean, she would definitely be interested to do a partnership or a collaboration with you. If, um, awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. DM me, would you? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome.
Dave, we got to do this uh, this classic car club event during NFT NYC. Yeah, I mean, I, I yes. Um, I'm just worried. Yes. I'm worried that like everybody's going to be so split. Like, there's so much to do that week. I don't want to like split people further. But um, maybe, maybe like, like uh, why don't you come a day early and we'll do it that. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Okay. Like, let's do that. I'm down. When does it? Is it? A, is it like only during the week or is it a weekend thing? Uh, it's the first through the fourth of November. I I can't recall what the actual weekdays are. I think it's first to fourth. I just don't know the days, but I assume a lot of people are going to be here for a lot of time. Um, if you're doing something before, though, let me know. I'll probably be there for Halloween weekend. Dave, I'm I'm curious. Like, there's a lot of cars there. Have you actually found? Has anyone reached out to you and been like, "Oh shit, you took a photo of my car"? Because I think that'd be so amazing. Like, if someone like new to the NFT space like sees their car and like, "Oh, I want to collect a photo that Dave took of it." Uh, so I'm just curious, like you've had that interaction. Not yet. Uh, I expect it to happen though, because something that happens often with my uh, street photography Instagram account um, is like every once in a while, somebody will be like, "Whoa, that's my friend," and they'll tag their friend, and they'll be like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, that was me. Um, it hasn't happened with cars yet, and I think it's mostly because this project hasn't really been spotlighted before. Um, it's, it was kind of my alter ego online. Uh, the Instagram account is called Secret Street. If you want to go check out the rest of the body of work that this is a part of. Um, so, no, it hasn't happened yet. I have had a bunch of people DM me and say that, like, I've seen that car, too. Uh, somebody, you know, some of these cars are, like, parked on streets around Brooklyn and don't really move that much because they're classics. Um, so I've had a lot of people reach out and be like, can I collect this specific one? Because it's, like, across the street from my apartment. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. But but it's, it is funny to see that... Uh, you know, we're all kind of sharing this giant visual cortex and it's, it's fun to, to see like people come out of the woodwork and be like, Oh, I know that place. So it's fun. Hey Dave, this is Neil D. Yo, what up? Oh my God. He got rugged upon entrance. <laughs> Brutal. Neil, I think, has gotten rugged. Yeah, can you guys hear oh, now me? We now we can. Yo, Dina, what up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, what's up, Steve's for us? What up, Paul? Yo, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> can, can you hear me yep, now? Yeah, we can hear you. What up? So, uh, Dave, you know, this is amazing. This, I stumbled upon it yet can you hear me it's kind. it's kind of breaking up a little it's like a, it's like a continuous rug it's no yeah. he's about to get rugged he, they're like really <laughs> drugging him get it? neil texted me he was having connection issues before this so he's, he's definitely getting a slow rug right now cool well neil if you want to text if you want to dm like one of the guys or a question i'd be happy to address it sorry about the constant rugging of twitter spaces you ran out of gas um my mom also texted me just now and said don't forget that i grew up in indianapolis home of the indy 500 so she wants to oh now it makes sense that that's what i yeah, was asking she... so how how does it feel dave to be a pillar and i feel you're going to be a pillar actually connecting between the nft 
and onboarding all the hardcore real collectors that are collecting cars, which is, I, I have a few clients like that that have like so many cool cars, but as soon as I say NFT, they're like, what are you talking right. about? When I show them an ape, like, yeah, you're crazy. So I feel it's you actually creating some kind of onboarding. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, that's actually an interesting way to think about it. There is something cool about like taking things that are already traditionally collected um, and, and kind of bringing them into into the digital space as well, because it's like an easier bridge, as you say. Yeah, it's going to be easier for them to collect that rather than just a different JPEG of an yeah. ape, right? Like they already like cars and maybe they would love to get a picture of a car or something like that and then and onboard through that uh, portal since you've been mentioning portals. Yeah, wow. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to quickly, if anyone else has a question, I'm just going to quickly, I realized I didn't even pin the article to this space, which would probably be helpful for people. Um, let me just pull that up real quick. Um, anyone else have a thoughts or? We have a bunch of requests still, but um, okay, can maybe they shuffle. Can make, I can shuffle. They make it through the rug factory. Yeah, you can get JN back up here. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pop down for a bit. These good chatting with you all, uh, Dave. Super pumped for the drop, man. Mr. Krugman, Mrs. Krugman, you raised an awesome son. <laughs> uh, he's doing great work. Uh, I'll talk to you all later on. I'll be listening to the audience. Wow. Thank you. What's the show in the collection? Excuse me. Do you know what's the oldest photo you have in this collection? You know what? I should figure that out. Um, I will tell you that it goes back to, I think it was back to 2013. Um, in this collection, I've been collecting this work, but I, when we got back before 2013, the quality of the images started to fall off. Um, so I kind of like kept a lot of those ones out. Um, but I could easily find out just by going into the, I think, I don't know how much of the metadata was maintained from the actual phone, like pictures, but I'm going to investigate and, and get you a better answer. Yeah. You're probably going to like the EXIF data probably doesn't translate. You probably have to add your own metadata. Okay, cool. I'm going to check that out. I wonder what it did there. I mean, anybody could just go and download a photo and hit info and see what it says, but I'll do that later. How does it feel having your parents in the audience right now? Have you ever done any uh, major speaking events or anything like that in your time as a photographer where they've been part of the crowd? Part yeah, of the actually, they've been insanely supportive of me throughout my whole life. I actually called them before this room and I was like, guys, hop it. They don't really use Twitter, although my mom did retweet me today and I, I loved that. Um, but my dad doesn't have Twitter and I was like, just just open on mom's phone and like come listen because I want you to hear what's happening with like social audio and in the NFT space and you know, so many of my friends here that I haven't even met in person, so they definitely haven't met, but I just wanted them to be a part of this in the same way that they've been a part of my whole career. And actually this body of work I presented at, um, the Apple store in, uh, Williamsburg and in Soho, um, multiple times throughout the years, just kind of to teach photography and, um, show people that you could make really incredible work with the device you have in your pocket as well. You know, so, um, they've been at those those events as well and they listen to the all ships podcast and you know they're they're cheering me on and i i love having them in the audience because they're um 
they're my heroes and they've, they've enabled me to, to live a creative life. And, uh, it's something I'll never, never be able to fully repay, but you know, at least I can share the, the joy of, uh, art and, and creativity with them as well. So Dave, uh, caveman here. Um, just looking at your art, dude, it's incredible. Um, uh, above and beyond the cars, it's the backdrops on them. That is just so fucking awesome. So congratulations, man. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. Like I basically, this is advice to any artist or photographer, really. But like, if you can just pick a set of constraints, um, and then make work that fits into those constraints, and then you just iterate and keep doing it. In you know, after a, a significant amount of time passes of you doing that, you have a really robust and strong body of work. Um, just by the the mere act of repeating things that fit a pattern. And so when you bring up the backgrounds, it's like, yeah, like you'll notice that all these cars, like there's no, like there's, there's, they're all shot from the exact same angle. They're all cropped the same way. Um, they all, uh, they all, um, have interesting backgrounds. There's something about each one that matches the full set. And so I'm really glad you noticed that attention to detail. And, you know, that's just basically how I think about building um, this body of work. And, you know, as I'm walking from place to place or on a shoot or, or just wandering the streets making photographs, it's very clear to me when I see one. And, and back to JN's joke earlier, um, like, yeah, I just was like, I'm always like, oh, secret street. And I rush over and I, and I frame it up and wait. I, I wait for the perfect moment. Like if someone's walking by at the wrong moment, I'll wait till they pass. I want them to be clean. I want I want those cars to stand out from the background. Um, you know, if there's cool graffiti or something sprayed all over the place, that's neat too. Or just you know, the ones with the tarps caught my eye, stuff like that. So, thanks for yeah, noticing. Dave. Yeah, no worries, man. And I, I, I truly mean it uh, when I say this is a really cool project. Um, as something for maybe for like an airdrop or something in the future, or even for the website, I'd like to know a little bit more about the owners of the car. Um, I think that would that would be really cool. You mean the, the real life owners of the car? Yeah. Like I want to know the story. Like I, it just sets a kind of the beginning of a tale for each one of those pieces. I think it would just be so cool to like spotlight the owners or who they are. I don't know, man. I'm just kind of intrigued, you know? Yeah. You know what I was thinking for one of the race mechanics would be who can tell the best backstory about their car like a, to make it up. Right. And then we put them into like a community voting pool and be like, who wrote the best story about like the drive, the, the imagined driver of their car, you know? And so we that, that's a great idea. Th th so that's going to be one of the races probably. So stuff like that, like let's all think together. Like, well, how do we, how do we create the most like lore and value for this wider community of car collectors and use the trophies as an incentive to make people do creative things and, and things that are good for society in terms of the actual owners of the cars. Like, unfortunately it's largely impossible <laughs> because yeah, I just, I just, yeah, they're just cars I walk by when I'm like wandering around. But uh, but I but that does remind me of this idea that I had to to be like, OK. In the universe of drive, like what is the story? Like, is this a car from a bank heist? Is this you know, is this a car from a cross country illegal race? You know, like who could tell the coolest story and then they get airdropped, you know, the UFO car or whatever. Um, and then, you know, it's up to them to determine, do they hold that trophy car? Do they sell it back to the market, to the community? It's really interesting. To, I, I'm really fascinated to see how the market reacts to all that. And, you know, even ideas like, you know, maybe race number 17, you, you have to own a van to enter. Right. And so then there's this rush on vans um, and, and it, there's, it creates really interesting market dynamics that I'm interested to see uh, how we can how we can play with this stuff.
Yeah, man. Well, congratulations again, Farouk. Toronto in the house. Uh, it's nice to see a Canadian like yourself thriving. Jeez, thanks for hosting this space. Hey, I'll uh, hey, step down. Six, 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 six. <laughs> <laughs> boda, boda. Damn, we got 320 people in here. Bro, not bad. You think you're not going to sell out? <laughs> yeah, I know. What, what's he talking about? What is he even saying? Like, <laughs> oh, man, I should have raised the prices. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Raise them. Raise them, man. No, 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 no. Well, the second Here's the thing. Be I think you did the pricing well. I think it's good. It's pricing. better to price Here's it the low thing. and let the market play after this. Exactly. I almost wanted to just give these away. I was like, I... The whole point of this is is the dynamic secondary market. And shout out to uh, Garrett, um, who is a mutual friend of all of us here uh, of Atomic Form. We were texting earlier about you know everything we can do with this project, and I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, he said, "The you're a used car salesman now," and I was like, "Oh my god, wait! The secondary market is like Dave's used sale lot." <laughs> now so that expect, that is funny, but I, yeah, I, so I completely agree expect with a lot of uh, hilarity to emerge from that idea. We're gonna make a whole commercial, so yeah. But I mean, yeah, create creating value for. Uh, collectors on the secondary market, I think is a very important part of, you know, releasing work. And um, I choose to kind of integrate that with what I do. So I love to see that when, you know, it's not too aggressive on the pricing and, you, you know, you've established a cool collection, but you've given the secondary market a chance to play and uh, for price discovery and value discovery, because to me, that's a, a really intrinsic part of the fun of it, you know? Yeah. And also, you know, I, that's why I left eight auctions open, because if people really have conviction about what we're doing here, you know, you can you can buy in um, some, you know, there's going to be eight people who, who can do it. I don't you know, I don't know how those are going to go uh, since the floor is so low on the on the general collection. Um, but again, I wanted to leave room for multiple trades and sellers and, you know, people to enter and exit um, even after the initial release at the uh, the drive dealership. So like when you're walking around and shooting, do you like go back to whipping out your iPhone to take these specific shots? Like if you're shooting with your uh, other cameras? I do. Yeah. This is all iPhone. This is, these are shot on from the iPhone 4S to the iPhone 12X Pro or 12S Pro. I don't know. The newest one. <laughs> um, and I, I didn't even want to talk too much about that because I don't want people to focus on that. Um, no, I think it's cool. I mean, no, I think but, it's really but yeah, cool. Like, because you brought it up, like, you know, here's the, here's the important reason and why I'm leading with that work as, um, my first wider collection and accessible collection is because that anybody with a smartphone or a camera phone of any time, Jan, can you, can you mute for a second? Sorry, I'm getting an echo. Thank you. Um, I really want to show that you can participate in photography at any level. You just have to observe the world around you. And not only can you participate in photography at any level, we have to show that you can you can participate in NFTs with that same with that same stuff. Um, so it's very, very important for me to start uh, my first wider accessible collection as, you know, a at least a more democratic uh, form of the craft that I'm so in love with. So I really do appreciate you you bringing that up. But yeah, I. I will be walking with my like, you know, super expensive professional Sony setup and I'll pull my, I'll pull my iPhone 12 out of my pocket and make, and make uh, secret street images. 
Um, yeah, and, and if you're interested in that that stuff, go to Instagram. Um, you can find it through my link tree in my bio here, and then click on the Secret Street account, and that's like you know ten years of of iPhone work that is some of my favorite work I've ever made in my life. Um, and again, it's not about the equipment; it's about about how you see the world and how you translate it for the people looking looking through your eyes. That's awesome. Is that why your cat has one eye? So you you're always looking through the camera lens. <laughs> I love that. That's the, that's my cat backstory now. Um. Yeah. No, I was late to the cats, so I I had to I grabbed uh, one close to the floor, and this one like I was like, oh my gosh, this why is this one close to the floor? I love it. Um. So I th- that's why I have this one. I I'm a a mummy cat for life. No, that's with a sick the cat, arrow through sure. your head, so it's like you're clearly dead, but you're a zombie yeah <laughs> i just the like blue, the little bandaged the blue ears flannel just goes perfectly with the background too yeah i like the little bandaged ears so funny yeah, well, I love how else are you going to stop the bleeding from the air that just went through your head, yeah exactly you know? got it up. walk it off just a flesh wound you'll be good yeah you know it's so funny like just to re- really quickly pivot to like nfts in general and what's happening like I was having this conversation with Beer Candid for a super rare, the super rare, uh, rare drop video that I, that I was interviewed in. And he was like, what do you tell to people that, you know, tell you you're crazy and you should get a more stable job and not be an artist and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I, I compare those two lifestyles and I'm like, to be an artist and like a digital, like nomadic person working in like, you know, at the intersection of like cr- cryptocurrencies and art feels so much more natural to me than it would be to go to the same office every day. And like, not, I'm not knocking anybody with, uh, with a solid job. Like I've, I've worked in advertising and had plenty of nine to five jobs as well, but I always felt like I was missing out on like this dynamic, evolving, exploratory, creative world online. And that's what I'm so excited about that I see happening right now is like the realization of this, um, uh, digital savannah that we're all kind of like in these tribal groups wandering through gathering the abstraction of resources and to me it's just so much closer to our environment of evolution of like because for tens of thousands of years if not hundreds of thousands of years that's what we optimized for was kind of surviving in these um, wandering uh, tribal groups uh, collecting resources and so it's only the past couple hundred years where we've had these technology layers that enable assembly lines and mass production and, and people as cogs and machines. So I'm, I'm kind of fascinated about like how we move forward into NFTs and crypto art. Like, it, are we realizing this original kind of um, closer to our evolutionary roots in terms of our behaviors and our societies and, and, and the layers of um, friendship and, and camaraderie that we build? Yeah, you bring anyway, up like, an interesting point because, like, you know, in ancient times, we only knew like a hundred people max. Every one person knew like maybe a hundred people max. But now we have the internet. Like, you have the reach of millions of people, and you know, building communities with within you know with a much larger group of people is is like a huge shift for like humanity in general. Like, it's a it's a interesting thing to think about. I don't know. I think, um, can I just go? 
are, yeah. are we just doing that? Okay. <laughs> I think I think you make a really good point, Dave, um, because you know the whole nine to five thing is a fairly new plug. It's not really been there for forever. You know, you're absolutely right. But I just want to come back to your collection. It is amazing, and um, I'm really very interested in the utility of it. And I know it's it is to fuel a great, healthy secondary market. But other than that, I mean, what made you think of going into that route? Why why do the smart contract in a certain way? And why have the, the trophies and then the races and everything? Because it's such an amazing collection. It's going to fly off anyway and probably have a great secondary market. So beyond that, what was the motivation to uh, add all this wonderful utility? And could you talk a little bit more about it? Because I, yeah, I, I was going to the website, but it, was, it just looked amazing. Yeah, so... so... I can answer all those questions with one term, which is, which is long-term thinking, I guess. Um, I think that the provenance, if we like look at what's popular today, like what are the things that are holding value throughout all the, like these dips and, and um, surges and everything. And to me, it has a lot to do with like the provenance of, of where that art comes from. And again, like, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do a collection when I look at what Manifold has done over the past year um, with uh, Fuck Render, with uh, Mad Dog Jones, with Pac, um, with so many artists I know. I, I mean, I just, again, I could just list off tons more. I think Thank You X worked with them down here in the audience. And yo, thank you. Come up. Say what up if you, if you have time. But um, uh, and yeah, and Slime Sunday and Phillips Auction. And, and I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So I you know, I was deciding, do I just get this out the door or do I wait and be patient and see if I can work with Manifold to, to make sure that like I own the contract um, and that it, like, you know, who knows where this collection will be in five years, but I know that it'll always be connected to my wallet and it'll always be like, I'll be the origin as the artist. And that was really, really important to me. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more artists doing that. You know, not everybody has access to that technology yet, but I think what Manifold is doing is bringing um, people closer to that, to that world. Uh, I know they're working really hard to get as many artists as they can on their smart contracts. Um, and I really love that. So that's a bit about why, why the custom contract. Um, and then the, the utility aspect is, yeah, like, you know, I, I was thinking about how to build long-term value into people, into the community here. Because, yeah, I think I could have dropped it and just sold a bunch of cars and then put the trophies on auction and be like, yeah, the highest bidder gets it. And, and that's that. But if I keep a reserve of the most valuable pieces in the collection, then, you know, the community own, you know, I'm not keeping those cars for myself. I'm not going to profit off them besides on any secondary sales. So the community itself almost owns like the fractionalized vault of all those trophies. Right. Because they know that, uh, you know, there's they have a one in five chance or whatever. It's not going to be strictly that because of the different race mechanics, but and different ownership. But uh, they know that they have a chance to, you know, get a little chunk of that vault and then determine the value of that that trophy and whatever they do with that NFT and where they sell it and where they bring it and what they do it with. Like it becomes a part of a much deeper and longer story. Uh, as opposed to me making like a, a couple extra Ethereum at, at the initial sale. Um, and I just encourage artists to think about, you know, maybe take that hit up front and price low and, and, you know, maybe put some of your best work out as an incentive and not as a, as a, as a, uh, immediate 
you know, huge primary sale. So I'm just trying to use this technology in novel ways and, and literally like everything I see in the space, the, the projects that win are the projects that build the most value for their community. And, uh, just know that I'm dedicated fully to, to doing that with this first initial drop and, uh, in all my upcoming drops. And this is a way for me to learn about how to do the next one. And trust me, there's definitely more coming. Um, uh, for various bodies of work I've built up over the years. Yo. Thanks so much. That's beautiful. Oh, sorry. Yo. Uh, sorry. I just wanted to add that it's uh, really spot on. I mean, I'm, I'm all for utility. It's, uh, and, and because we're so early, this is all so new. There's so much innovation that we can do and kind of pave the way. It's pioneer side. I really think it's amazing what you're doing. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And I like the, even if that wasn't an intentional pun, I like pave the way. <laughs> Yo, Dave, I'm just seeing the collection now. Yo, I have, Ryan, I have no up? idea. I just just got on Twitter, saw this. Um, I'm late to the party. What's the utility? I, I'm so sorry I got in late if you already explained it. <laughs> no, but, all good, dude. So there's a, there's a pin. And tweet. hello, friends. Hello, there's friends. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. So, so you can race each First other all, with these cars? Like, what's what's that? Not each other. Okay. No, okay. no, no, no. So I don't want to, I don't want to miss, I don't want to confuse people, but, uh, the, there's basically like I'm holding back like a treasury of the best cars and you can race the house. Um, so I'm not going to pit, pit people against each other. Um, but, and you know, you're not going to risk your losing your car if you, if you lose the race, but it's basically a way to raffle off the best of the collection to the community of holders. And the races are metaphorical in, in a sense. So it's like, we were talking earlier before you came in the room about like, you know, maybe one race is like whoever writes the best backstory and then voted by the community, like who, who wrote the best backstory for like the mythical owner of their car. Like maybe that's a, a race winner. So I to love speak. that. That's, so that's really cool. Think of it as like a, a incentivized airdrop to stimulate the community at large to both be creative and to do good things for the world. Like, you know, why can't one race be, you know, who can do the best random act of kindness today? And then like, sub, you know, submit what you did to the discord and, and, and we'll have the community decide who, who earned the trophy. Um, you know, who could donate the most to charity today? I'll airdrop you a trophy for that. Maybe, you know, we'll see, we'll see how these things develop. Um, but I'm not, you know, I want to keep it fluid. I want to learn from the early races to, to dictate the other races. So, um, it's just, it's just, let's just have fun. You know, let's have fun. Let's build value. Let's build community. And, uh, that, that's basically it. Yeah. And and check out the article. I will. Second second question. Um, I, I don't. I didn't read into anything. So I'm very just like coming in and asking questions that are probably very obvious, but when is it available? I, I, is it available now? I think I made an offer, but I don't know if I am doing it right. Or if I'm stupid. Um, I wouldn't even make an offer cause I'm not going to accept Got it. Any. Um, well I put in 75. So, don't, your, so yeah. I don't know if that is a good enough offer. <laughs> <laughs> if you put 75, you, you'll accept? I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept it and I'll redistribute it to the community of owners. Um, so, I, so, okay. So how I do I, how do I, but, uh, here, so he, this is what we kind of been, have been working out as a team here. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, have some of them committed to people, my super rare collectors, um, okay, okay, have okay. been advised. I, I have a question. How do I reserve one that I, that very much speaks to me? Um, I'm going to so, tell you, and everyone in the audience can try and go for it if they want, but there's one that is, it's a hearse <laughs> that almost looks like the Ghostmobile or uh, Ghostbusters mobile. And it's a, it says something about like, there's like, it says Miami. It looks like it's in Miami, I think. But in the, in the yeah. background, 
there's graffiti that says thank you. And I saw it and I was it's like, true. okay, I mean, I obviously have to get this one. I didn't write that, but someone well, else wrote thank you. you. And I was like, I need to get this. Well, you know what? I thought about that car. Uh, when I when, when I saw that car, I thought about you. But I also... He's luring you in. I, I, no, no, no. Yeah, this is like, a, this is what you're this is like when people like mark their things at 888, hoping that 888 comes in to buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, but sadly, you know, sadly for you, um, and I'm sorry about this. I, I wish this was different, but um, that's a trophy car, I believe. So you cannot buy it. It is not, not on sale. Buddy. All right, I'm out. See you guys. I'm just <laughs> no, I think that's really cool. Fighting the project. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll, I'll make I'll make the race for that car. Whoever sends me the most expensive paint. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's a good one. Um, no, you know what I like about this? I'm kidding. That, I'm cool kidding. About this is that so I I don't know if you know this, but um, I think maybe JN knows about this, but I have a car project that's a, a real like physical car project that I'm working on that I've been working on for years. Um, and the thing about cars is that everyone, it's like a song you hear, you hear a song and you have it, you tell yourself a story of what the song means to you, even though the, the songwriter made it about something completely different. Right. And the car, you see a car, like not just like a, you know, straight off the lot car, but like these ones have like stories to them. There's backgrounds, there's like lights, signs in the background, all that stuff. Um, each person kind of like immediately makes up their own story. Um, I mean, at least I do. Like when I see something, I'm like, oh, okay, this yellow van. I'm like, oh, this looks like it's a weird, like this guy tried to make it into a taxi color. So, you know, like there's just all these different things where people will like try to figure out the history right away or the story of why it's there and where it's going or, you know, where it came from. So I don't know. There's something about cars that, um, and they get handed down just like how like NFTs do, you know, people like trade them, you know, like you have it like a brand new one, you sell it on the secondary, you know, like it's, there's a lot of like weird tie-ins to this market as well. So um, I think cars can be very personal and like each person can have a different story about the same car that they made up in their head, you know? Yeah, dude. And that's, that's like, to me, all these cars are dripping with different, you know, uh, prompts. Um, one of the, it, you, you make me think of like why I love reading books, like why I love reading science fiction so much. And the less in, like, if you can give somebody like a, a primitive base of information. And we've seen this recently with like loot and all those derivative projects. But like, if you can just give somebody a scaffolding, whether it's like a book or an article or a poem, the, the like less amount of information that you give them, the more their imagination can build upon that primitive. Um, and then, so each one of these images is like a little primitive of a story. That's like, Oh, like where'd that dent come from? Or like, where's that? Yeah, okay, like, exactly. Like, you know, oh, this guy, why, this guy parked, those hubcaps not this guy parked like, shitty and so why, someone kicked his car or something, you know, or like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, also like, you know, why does this car have a tarp over it? Why, you know, why is this tire flat? There's like, there's one with a flat tire. Like, it's like, so there's so much we can build off of these primitives. And that's something that I'm really like, as I selected the cars, like the ones that evoked the most story in my imagination were the ones I included in this, in this drop. Yeah. I think that like so when, when you said. get a car, like, I don't know about everyone else here, but like, I've definitely bought like cars from weird random people from the internet before. Like, um, you buy a car and you like, you realize that, you know, like if you buy like a 1985 car, there's so much history in that. Like someone had their first date in that someone had their first kiss in that breakup, like blah, 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 all these different things. And now it's like, once it goes to you, it's like you take on a, it takes on a whole new life, you know? 
yeah, I think that's exactly it. And thank you for adding meaning to, to those, those vehicles as well, because that's what it means to me. And like, that's why I, that's why I stop in my tracks when I walk past some of these cars originally over, you know, this has been a huge, I've been doing this for almost a third of my life. So it's like, all those stories have been swirling around my head this whole time. And, and, uh, I'm excited. I'm more excited to see what stories emerge from the community than I am for my own, you know, for my own stories, uh, that I, that I'm attached to. So I'm really eager for tomorrow, uh, tomorrow to come so that I can get these out of, out of my garage and out of my dealership and into the hands of the people that will make them real. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested, man. I'm definitely going to follow this along. I think it's so cool. Thank you, Kate. I man. think that when you said you were gonna like have people write stories and stuff like that, I think you should have them tweet them, um, because then it'll it'll incentivize other people to catch on to the project as well. Like instead of just keeping it in a Discord or something, because, or I mean, it could be both, I guess. But like, I think if you tweeted, um, like if I if I posted a picture of your of that thank you car, and then I wrote like, oh, this was my, you know, I used to drive around town, and this was my street art car back in 2010, and you know. I spill paint and, and I like make up all these stories and I can make like a, you know, brief description bio, like on my Twitter or um, uh, as a tweet like that, that would be interesting. Cause then you're going to see all these people like imagine then once, like I want to, first of all, I want to see like what Farouk says and what Jay and Silva says and like what, you know, all these people say about like what their car is that they want and like why they should, it's like why they should be able to get that, you know? Yeah, that's dope. I love that. And also, like, one of the things that I'm doing with the race mechanics is I, one of the ways to build value for the community is to spread the word about the project. So a lot of the mechanics of the races I'm starting to plot out, like literally notebooks full of, like, sketches and ideas and stuff like that, is, like, how do we use it as, like, literal fuel? <laughs> I'm just going to sp keep speaking in metaphors. Um, how do we use the, the races as fuel to propagate the collection throughout the metaverse and one way is yeah you gamify twitter you say okay like if you want to enter this race quote tweet the collection put your you know put your story in, embedded in it and then like let's let the community decide you know who's the most deserving of, of this week's trip. or someone could someone and, could like know. uh carjack what about that yeah well i, I was also thinking like <laughs> sorry i'm you know, guys that, i like, just had my coffee i just that, had like, my coffee so i'm coming in like hot to this classroom right now. i apologize i'll sit back <laughs> and listen i love it bro. <laughs> i'm here for this energy um but yeah i'm thinking about all sorts of ideas like i there was a police car in the collection that i held back because i'm like maybe the police show up eventually you know like what are we gonna what's gonna happen um you know if you know me you know i'm a writer i, I i'm building a creative community through all ships i've interviewed hundreds of artists i've i've really love ideas and communities and and i really want to use this project as a catalyst to explore some of those crazier like world building ideas that i've had over the years um yeah and like i loved what the, the uh, mutant ape drop did for the board ape club like that was so cool i was like they're building this whole like science fiction like you know dark laboratory with serum and like that that's very inspiring for, for an artist like myself and so I'm just going to absorb everything I've learned from this community and all these ideas that are flying at me. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to, to push the needle even further and, and do what I can to build value for the holders of these pieces as well. Hey, Man. Dave. Hey, Dick Teclon. What up, dude? Hey dude. Um, I do have to run in a sec. I just wanted to say thanks to and for bringing me up here to give a chance to, to give Dave some love because I just wanted to say, man, like everyone in this room knows this already. 
but not only are you just like one of the most talented artists, but also with every single thing that you do, you seem to find a way to bring out the best in other people. And that is what makes you unique. And I think that's fucking fantastic. And I just yeah. want to give you so much love because you're a true leader, a true inspiration, and you're the best. Thanks, bro. Damn. I dude, Bro, I'm about know. to kick my front door down, Dave. I'm I'm stoked after that. that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, also man. Very, Blow the doors off. The also garage, very guys. handsome, too. Very handsome. Oh, don't Oof. guys. Now oh, you're yeah. flattering me. <laughs> Now you're now you're trying to get that trophy. Card. <laughs> Listen, we all know that there's a what do I got to do a, for the There's a current card. battle. What do I got to say? You should give uh, a trophy card to whoever has the best hair in the NFT space. And right now, I would say it's up to it's between Farouk and Jay and Silva, currently. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't don't forget Jubbish. Jay, Jay, uh, Jay's got some Jay, gray hair as well. I, I've seen Jay's hair in person, and it is very long and very curly. Goals, goals for sure. But hey, Dave, I just wanted to jump in real quick. Um, you and I have never connected in a space, but I've been such a huge fan on Instagram of yours for so long. And when you introduced this last night on a space, I immediately jumped on that all ship site. And holy shit, dude, I was blown away. I mean, outside of just your work and, and the cars and the collection, just the the art overall on the website was is so amazing. I mean, to to see you know someone that I've been inspired by as a photographer, but to see you take it to a whole other level that myself personally I've never even thought of anything like this. I mean, you and, and so many others uh, continue to pave the way and just inspire so many ideas. This this is so well thought out, so well executed. You clearly have such a great team of artists. I, I would definitely love to learn more about um, all the all the you know contributing artists to to just add value to this website. Um, and I, and lastly, I wanted to say, and I'm probably giving away some alpha here, although I fear that I'm going to miss this tomorrow because I'm shooting a wedding all day tomorrow and all day Saturday. So I'm probably going to get screwed and miss out um, on being a collector. I'm going to try hard, but. Um, lap one grail number seven uh, it's the only car in motion i believe um, in the collection but it was actually a photo of yours <laughs> much like this a few years ago you know you panned a car in motion in new york city and i immediately ran out um and tried doing the same and and have so much enjoyed you know getting those panning shots ever since um, I got a few that I'm, you know, just really stoked about over the last few years. One, one at a NASCAR race, believe it or not. But that's all because of you, man. I, I never thought, you know, just like now, like I never thought something like this would be, would be possible. You know, four or five years ago when I saw you pan a car like that, that was something at that time I never thought was possible. And I've been doing it ever since. Whenever mm -hmm. it rains out, I run out to the city and try to pan cars, you know, in motion. So. Man, thank you for the inspiration. Um, just like someone else shouted out your parents. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Krugman, for, for allowing your sons to, to grow up in that creative and, and free environment because you are just blessing us, man. And I'm so inspired and just motivated and, and excited for you. And, and hopefully I get to take part in this tomorrow night. I might have to fucking say screw the wedding and, and run out to my car. But congrats, man. This is so well done to, to the entire team of uh, uh i don't know how many artists but the art on that on that site is just so fire it, it made me feel like a kid Thanks. again you know collecting matchbox cars and playing the arcade game so a thousand times thank you brother damn damn who's gonna follow that <laughs> that was no, awesome man, it's, it's, it's 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 top 
that that was the peak right there. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's I'll, I'll sell, go down. Sell, but that's just all recycled energy that you guys and girls bring on a daily basis. I mean, I'm just absorbing as much of this energy as possible and just trying to give it back out. But seriously, I, I haven't been able to sleep since I've been in these spaces because. I'm just so fired up. I can run through a wall at any point during the day, all because of what y'all continue to bring. So I'll step down now. But again, man, thank y'all so much. Dees, Fitch, Damn. JN, love y'all guys. Yeah, we Dude, fucking Dees, love Dees about to go Super Saiyan, bro. The Jot energy. That was that was dope energy. You, you, honestly, so you just got to follow just for the energy, man. Like I, I'm gonna go through your work later, but um, not for the compliments, which I appreciate immensely. But uh, no, just for like. That that attitude of reciprocation and, and echoing energy, like le- that's what this space is all about, and like let's all build together. That's the whole point of the website too. You know, all ships rise with the tide. Like I mean that. Like I, I really do. Like I only want a platform if I can bring people, everybody with me. The space for everyone. Technology layers enable this. Um, we're we're in a collaborative environment now. We're not in a you know. There's always going to be competition, but c- collaboration should be the focus. And uh, yeah, you, you really nailed it there. And if I can just for a second can, you know, because you brought up all ships, you know, all ships started because I, I was really frustrated with web two. And if you go into the all ships website, you go to the menu, there's a mission statement. And, and I wrote that before I even knew about NFTs. And it was basically like, are we going to let these, you know, huge billion dollar, uh, social media companies, are we going to let them just like profit off of our content indefinitely like selling advertising against the most beautiful art in the world and we see zero percentage of that of that share like that doesn't make any sense to me like those when 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 it, when the incentive was share your work for free with us and we'll let you access an audience that was a, a deal worth taking but it's time for us to renegotiate our relationship with the internet that's why all ships exists that's why we're telling longer stories about artists in the space um, and, and interviewing collectors and building the kind of, you know, thought infrastructure uh, to lead us forward into this brave new future. And and uh, I'm very all in on that. And, you know, all the resources I, I'm getting from selling my NFTs are flowing back into me building out that ecosystem to bring other people along for that ride. So including this drop, like this drop allows me to take less corporate, um, you know, opportunities and do more things that are in this beautiful dynamic symbiotic environment of like digital biology that we're all building together so shout out to you what did i just say man dude that that, re- that renegotiate quote was fire that that was super fire i just tweeted that and tagged you dave because it's time for us to renegotiate our relationship with the internet like you you've you've championed that point more than anyone else since we first met and started talking about nfts that's the point that you drove home that I didn't understand and is like one of my core, you know, bullish theses now on NFTs. It's like this technology allows creators to renegotiate that relationship, thereby putting more money and power in their hands, thereby creating this massive groundswell wave, you know, um, because we know that we know what happens when we empower creators throughout human history. So it's leverage. We have leverage. Decentralization is leverage against centralized institutions. And I honestly think that decentralization is the future of community. Um, I think, yeah, even to the point where like, I'm trying, you know, I'll eventually I hope all ships will be Dowified and like, we'll all own it together. Um, and that's literally like, you know, what super rare did is like the goal. 
um, super rare, you know, for those that don't know, they decentralized themselves and, and, you know, made a, a governance token and airdropped, uh, rare tokens to their communities and, you know, just airdropped life-changing money to artists that helped them build the company up to the point where it was. And, you know, even imagine being a company that is that successful and deciding to turn over the, you know, the, the voting to the wider community of token holders, like the, for, like the foresight and ambition of that is so inspiring to me. And it's definitely um, big shoes to fill as we build our small, you know, our more recent and smaller companies in, in the shadows of giants. So um, anybody interested in all ships and what we're doing, you know, it's just, it's basically me and, and uh, you know, I have a producer, Maria Sutherland, who is incredible, Ria Suth here on Twitter. Um, we got Goku. She's uh, awesome. Goku doing the Discord server for us. It's just a dope group of people. And thank you to every artist who um, has taken the time to give me an interview and give me content for the website. And if you have and we've ever talked about it, DM me because you're, you know, you're one of the people that I want to have a car in, in your garage. So. Dave, um, I got to run, but I'm going to be up at 4 a.m. tomorrow when the drop goes live. I'm going to be getting myself a car and coming along this journey with you. It's been an honor being up here, talking with you. I honor, it's an honor to know you. Thank you for everything that you do. Take care, man. Awesome, brother. Speak soon. Dave, who was your first artist interview? Um, damn, that's a good question. I've done over a hundred, I think. So I'm like really swimming. So in I feel it. like that would be a cool one um, to like, to give to the artist or something, you know, that, that would like, Ooh, that's because I, like they basically not took a chance, but they gave you time before you were, you know, a successful exactly. thing. That's, that's what you I know what I mean? Like, Things I, like that are pretty rad. I want to, I want new people to be able to get into the project, of course. And I, and I'll make sure that there's an option for that. But I also like, you're like, it was people, it took people, people it took, was my first one. I should give, he deserves, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give back. I'm gonna give a free one to people. No, but I, I don't know who is exactly the first, but I want to say I'll, I'll say some early ones, and somebody can investigate. You can scroll to the bottom, and um, I don't. I'm not sure if it's still in chronological order though. Um, but I know that uh, Briscoe Park was one of the first. Ill Concept was one of the first. Um but I've talked to so many people. Like it's all, it's, you know, I'm not the most organized person. I got to admit. Um, uh, so yeah, I don't know, but that's a good, that's a really good way to think about doing this as well. Um, because yeah, everyone's like micro. I don't, I don't want to, you know, these interviews took an hour, but people who gave me an hour of their time, it, like somebody like, you know, bat soup yum gave me an hour and a half of his time to talk about his collecting and strategy and thoughts on the space, you know, like, and then that gets shared out, hundreds of times got over a hundred thousand impressions on my Twitter. And it's like, that's that little time bet like helps me so much. Um, so yeah, I really want to reward people that have, have given me that little bit of time. Um, and so that they can kind of earn equity based on, on what I do in the space as well. It's just so fascinating. This whole layer of everything is so fascinating and like how we get to do this all from our phones and never even go through banks. Um, but yeah, uh, also the podcast is something and. And if you want to get more involved with All Ships, the best way to do it right now is go to the All Ships website, go to the menu, and join our Discord. Um, and when we do do a limited raffle of the collection, we will do it in the Discord. Um, so just get in there and listen to the podcast. There's a lot of great interviews. 
JN, JN's interview, there's OVEX interview, there's, there's tons and tons. Um, so please, yeah, join us. And yeah, I guess we're like, you know, we got D's, uh, Fitch, JN. Um, I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time. Farouk, I don't, I think we, we lost him. Um, but thanks to him as well for, for coming in so early and, and hyping this up with me and getting excited. And I, this is a community based thing. Like all of this whole space is, um, we're in this beautiful digital forest, tend to your forests, <laughs> um, make sure all the creatures and, and biological systems are, are healthy and seen out and taken care of and looked after. And, uh, then you can't go wrong. Your environment will be beautiful and you will thrive. So that's, you know, maybe my parting words. And if anyone else, um, has anything to say, uh, speak now. Yeah. I was just going to quickly say, I just jumped in late. Can you remind, can you remind me and everyone else how where the drop is, what time it is and all that? Yep. So it looks like we're going to, um, there's a lot of demand and I don't want to get bots sweeping in. So it looks like we're going to do a raffle based kind of thing with a whitelist. You can get into the all ships discord via allships.co and then, and then in the menu, get in there. I'll make an announcement later today about how many slots we'll have for the raffle specifically. Um, and then, you know, a lot, a lot of the cars will go towards, uh, early supporters of mine, collectors and people that have believed in me since day one so that they can participate in the races in the future as well. So yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Um, the pinned tweet at the top of this, uh, uh, space is the article describing like the breakdown, the pricing, and then the eight auctions. And, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. And then again, there's 20. 20 premier cars that can never be bought. They can only be, um, they can only be airdropped to winners of different races that have different mechanics to motivate creativity and, and stimulate the secondary market. Uh, and then once those are airdropped, the, the holders are free to, to resell them or, or do whatever they want with those cars. I'm interested to see what people decide to do uh, with the trophies themselves, because I haven't really even thought about what might happen there, but let's just let it, let's let it, have people have fun with it. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys, like to the community at large, like it really, we are in an ocean of, um, potential here and, and it's, there's space for all of us and let's, let's bring people in. Let's be kind to each other, spread empathy. Don't, don't pile on to people and, and use this as a way to, to bring positivity and art and creativity to more people. Let's, let's liberate people from job. And if they have jobs they don't want, let's let them Let's let them use their creativity to, to make a better way of life for themselves. And, and that's the goal. So uh, here's to self-sovereignty and uh, artistic exploration. Boom. Let's go. Dave, Dave, tweet out the, uh, tweet out the Discord link. Yeah, I, I just got in it, and uh, I'll tweet it out and pin it real quick. Nice. Yep. Thank you for doing that, Deez. Um yeah, I'm overwhelmed. I'm like very, I, I uh, have a lot of anxiety around this. I hope that everybody's happy. And again, like I'm, if you, um, it's, it's, let's just all celebrate together and keep it positive. And I, I have a lot coming in the future as well. So if you don't get into this one, know that um, we are going to do so much more. And especially with all ships, um, I've been talking to a lot of people about how to, kind of have a entry pass for the all ships ecosystem and we're going to announce stuff on that soon. So, uh, 
yeah, thank you so, so much to everybody who gave us your time and your ears and your attention. And these, you're the man. You've done so much for the, for people in this space. You, you know, you're a pioneer. JN, dude, I don't know what I would do without you in general, just even as like my friend and as an emotional support system for me. But beyond that, thank you for opening my eyes to the beauty of blockchain. Um, you know how much I love you, man. And uh, Fitch, again, you uh, have been like an incredible intellectual dual partner uh, in terms of the possibilities of this technology. You, I, I loved, I've loved seeing you blossom into your full Fitch, Fitchness after three iterations of your Twitter account, maybe four. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to, they keep inverting you right. back and forth. And, and this is my favorite iteration yet. So, so keep it going. Don't say anything questionable. We need you here. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Ryan, I mean, I, I can't go through everybody that I appreciate so much in this space, but to say a few more names, Ill Concept, Ovec, Jesse, Jeremy, Chuck, Oh my God, mom, mom and dad. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and opening Twitter for this. And, uh, I'm just hyped. I'm so hyped. This has been a long, long time coming. I, I waited months to drop it the way I wanted to with Manifold. Shout out Richard, shout out Manifold. And yeah, I got to shut up now, but, uh, uh, just respect to everybody. Dave, before you go, man, I, I know you're wrapping up. This is Blake with Diamond Hands. Uh, I'm, I'm, fairly new to the photography in a tea space and just starting my collection and just hearing your energy and, and your charisma on here, man. And, uh, I just want to let you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be uh, supporting you and, and seeing if I can maybe hop on that white list. And, and if not, uh, you know, I'll be ready for the next drop. So congrats, man. Uh, really en enjoy your, your energy in this space and looking forward to uh, what the future holds for you. Yo, thank you so, so much. And yeah, as the last thing that I forgot to mention entirely is that I also have work on Super Rare. Um, I have a lot, a couple, I'm going to drop a couple more pieces in Neo Noir, New York. I just wanted to get this drop out the door and really make sure I get it right. So I've been focused on that. But yeah, I have a lot of other uh, NFT projects coming up. So if, if you do, you know, people do miss this one, keep your eyes on the next one. We're, we're going to all build, build a nice, beautiful world together. Uh, and th yeah, thanks again to everybody. We love you, Dave. Woo! We like the day. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of D's Spaces. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to catch future live episodes with D's on Twitter and to subscribe to iTunes and Spotify. We'll catch you in the next episode.